You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. I'm Dr. Gina. Donald Trump turning today after his appearance on Meet the Press. He set press, rather. He said the Middle East would be better off with Saddam Hussein and Muammar Gaddafi still in power in Libya and Iraq. And that has social media fired up today. Here to discuss foreign policy guru, that is Barry Newsbaum from BarryNewsbaumReport.com. Thanks for being with us today. Great, great to be here. First, I want to watch what he said, and then I want to get your commentary. So roll it, guys, please. I'm not saying Assad's a good guy because he's probably a bad guy, but I've watched him interviewed many times, and you can make the case, if you look at Libya, look what we did there. It's a mess. If you look at Saddam Hussein with Iraq, look what we did there. It's a mess. It's going to be the same thing. Do you think the Middle East would be better today if Gaddafi, Saddam, and Assad were sort of, uh, if Saddam and Gaddafi were still there? And Assad were stronger. Not even, Do you think the Middle East would be safe? It's safer? not even a contest, Jack. It's not even a contest. Iraq is a disaster. And so ISIS would be better off if Saddam was stronger. ISIS came out of Iraq. Right. It was no, like I the leftovers that didn't get well, taken let me care this of. Up. If Saddam and Gaddafi, do you think things would be more stable? Of course stable? it would be. You wouldn't have had your Benghazi situation, which is one thing, which is just a terrible situation. But of course it would. Libya is is not even, nobody even knows what's going on over there. It's not even a country so anymore. You, all right, oh my gosh. Barry, what do you make of this comment? Yeah, I'm watching the video with you, Dr. Gina, and I'm thinking, is this possibly a Saturday Night Live skit where the interviewer just asked Donald Trump, would Iraq be better off if Saddam Hussein was still in power? Would Libya be better off if Muammar Gaddafi were still in power? It's sort of like going back to 1948 or 50 and saying, you know what? Germany was really stable under Hitler, and then he died, and it fell apart. And Stalin ran a really tight ship in Russia, and then he died, and it fell apart. And maybe both those countries would be better off. In fairness, it feels to the average American like life is more threatened under ISIS and their sort of uh, more stealthy infiltration. I think at least, and maybe what he meant, not to speak for him, but I just wonder if what he possibly meant was at least the the enemy was very identifiable in them. And now with ISIS, it's so covert, it's so covered up, it's so um, shielded by the guise of religion that nobody even really knows where to hunt for the evil, if that makes sense. You know, it makes total sense. And, and I gotta tell you, I've been following politics and, and analyzing this sort of thing for almost mm -hmm. 40 years. Mm -hmm. That has got to be, and I mean this literally, the most uninformed political statement by a potential leader of America, maybe of all time. Mm -hmm. and, and there's a lot of things that Donald Trump says that are smart and resonate and trend, but this is really, really flat out not Why smart. Why give us, Give us the data. Why? I'll give you the data. Here's the thing. Gaddafi, murderous dictator, slaughtered a gazillion people. Mm -hmm. Saddam Hussein, murderous dictator, probably slaughtered several million people. Mm -hmm. When you take those people out of the equation, you take out their secret police, you take out their informers, you take out the slaughter squads, of course things break down. Keep in mind, Libya wasn't a country before and Iraq wasn't a country mm -hmm. before. They're tribal. So when you take out the guy that's running it, by a secret police and no elections, of course things break down. To say, eliminate the murderer and the thug in the concentration camps and he's running and things are gonna break down, yes, of course. 
but you can't equate one with the other. It's a Saturday Night Live skit. What has to happen is these governments and these people need to come into the 21st century. Now, ISIS is there. It's a 7th century Islamic fundamentalist religion that's a throwback to 1,500 years ago. So, of course, it's a mess. What they need is some kind of stability brought in by an international coalition, which, by the way, we've abandoned them. And yeah. now, into the yeah. void, steps Putin. Yeah. What? A murderous thug coming out of a dictatorship mm -hmm. where there are no elections either. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. All right. Well, ISIS is on the march again, um, destroying historic sites, as we know, in Syria. Um, What's Obama's strategy on this? Because I'm just not hearing anything really about that. It reminds me of the Monty Python skit, <laughs> where in that movie where the guys get presented by bad guys mm -hmm. and they say, run away, mm -hmm. run away. And that's Obama's strategy. He's running away from everything. Mm -hmm. And the allies that are looking at him to be supportive, look what he did to Israel a couple days ago. Bibi Netanyahu shows up at the UN our number one sole ally in the Middle East, right. and he pulls out his Secretary of State, he pulls out Samantha Power to leave the UN General Assembly because he wants to talk to them on the phone at the exact time that Netanyahu's there. He is running away from the Middle East, he's projecting weakness, and into a void, as is always the case in international politics, steps somebody. And who the somebody is? The dictator of, so of Soviet Russia, Vladimir Putin, yeah. who, by the way, has no one to confront him because Obama is running in the other direction. Exactly, exactly. Uh, civilians, of course, accidentally struck in Afghan hospital bombing. Um, how did that happen, and is anybody doing anything to prevent that that you can tell? You know, from what I've heard today from over there, mm -hmm. that strike was called in by the Afghans. The U.S. Air Force that did the strike on the hospital may be slightly culpable, but they were following instructions from the guys on the ground. Mm -hmm. Look, there's going to be collateral damage. It's interesting that that becomes a headline. And in Syria today, probably another 10,000 people were slaughtered. Mm -hmm. And that's not even in the headlines anymore. Yeah. And Christian sites throughout the Middle East are being destroyed right. every single day. Every day. Christians are being rounded up and shot every single day and that's not even a headline anymore i find that curious that for some reason the western press doesn't consider that news anymore mm. kind of i wonder why kind of heavy stuff yeah you know why it's not part of those uh, of, of obama's narrative he yeah. doesn't want to call them islamic terrorists right he doesn't want to call them islamic fundamentalists in fact what he says is not all muslims are bad well that's fine not all Americans are murderers, but when somebody commits murder, call it what it is. Yeah. And that's not what's happening in the Middle East. Can we make it uh, the rest, for the rest of Obama's term? You know, I, uh, I'm counting the minutes till 15 months <laughs> is up. I don't care who is president. I've got my own preferences, and I know you do, too. Anything is better than this. I agree. God, help us to get through the next 15 months. That's my opinion. Going to take some wine or something. Thanks for being with us. You <laughs> can find something. us barrynosebombreport.com. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter.
to stay informed on the latest news.